Welcome to the Serious Scorpio podcast. I'm your host, Naomi Simpson. I'm an astrologer, a transformational coach, a yogi, and an entrepreneur. And I believe that speaking authentically empowers others to do the same. Here is a place where we can have conversations about what it means to live in integrity and how the way we live has an impact on the community around us. So thank you for welcoming me into your home and joining me for this conversation. Hi there, I'm Naomi Simpson. Welcome to the Serious Scorpio podcast. Today in this episode, what the Serious Scorpio podcast is all about and what I'm hoping to achieve by entering into the podcast world. I personally love podcasts. I own a hotel for dogs, so I spend a great deal of my time outside walking the dogs. And I decided several years ago that I'd like to, rather than just ruminating and thinking about the same things over and over, that I'd like to have something else going on in my mind. So I started listening to audiobooks and podcasts, and I got completely hooked on the podcast format. There are so many interesting um, topics to delve into and so many amazing speakers, and I love exploring the podcast world. And I actually was interviewed in a podcast back in October of 2020, El Camino People, which is a wonderful podcast. And um, I was interviewed to tell my story of walking the El Camino back in the spring of 2019, during which time I met and fell in love with a wonderful German pilgrim. And so um, I got such wonderful feedback from people after doing that interview and that podcast. I had been thinking and ruminating over the idea of doing a podcast myself. And the feedback I got was so positive, it just made me decide to throw caution to the wind and delve into this arena myself. So here I am. So what do I want to talk about? What is my goal for connecting with you, my audience, uh, through this uh, venue, this medium? And what I want to really talk about is musings on life and um, more specifically questions around living in integrity, living authentically. And I, I sort of shudder to say the words living authentically because I feel that that's so overused and what does it even mean anymore? And so for me, I, I think more about what it means to live in integrity. And growing up, this was something my father used to speak to me about a great deal. And he would quote uh, the Shakespearean quote, to thine own self be true. And, you know, he would, when you're a small child and your dad is telling you to thine own self be true, you don't completely relate to that. You don't really understand what he's saying. And then, of course, when I was a teenager, I started to understand more clearly what that meant. And... Um, he always used it as a gentle reminder for me to come back to myself, to not worry so much about fitting in or what other people think. And that's such a difficult lesson to learn when you're a teenager because you want nothing more than to be liked and accepted. And um, 
most of us continue that way into adulthood. And so often we make choices in life and we go down paths which are not really true to ourselves. And we get to, you know, the the end or the part where we think, okay, well, I've done everything society told me to do. You know, I finished school, I got a job, I started my career, I saved up money, I bought a house, I met my partner, I started a family. And we go on and on ticking all these boxes that society asks us to tick. And then you get to a later stage in life where I am now. And um, many years ago, I started asking like, is this it? it, you know? And I remember my mom saying that there were points after she became a mother where she thought, is this it? Like, is this everything? And um, motherhood is a wonderful journey in it, but it also has its challenges. And I think she had been sold the bill of goods that this would be the be all and end all. And she would be fulfilled once she had children of her own. And when she did, as much as she loved us and was a wonderful mother, she didn't feel completed by that role. So I think that's such an interesting thing to consider. And I feel that um, in the last few years, my dad's words have really been ringing very true for me, and but they've been kind of haunting me. Um, I've heard them over and over again, particularly in the last two years since I did the journey of the Camino. And um, walking the Camino de Santiago is a very spiritual experience. It's very much a deeply introspective, really getting to know yourself experience. And, um, and then for me, the icing on the cake was having this wonderful gift of meeting this lovely man and falling in love. And, um, and I really learned and grew so much both through that experience and also through the experience of having that relationship eventually end. Um, and I kept being reminded about how all of the ways in which I was not being true to myself at that time. And I sort of feel like that led me astray on the path in that relationship. And if I had been true to myself, um, you know, perhaps the outcome would have been different. We'll never know. Uh, but the, I, I really, because I got sort of, sort of caught up in the, in the relationship and in the moment and in the romance of it and the idea of it, and also how it appeared to other people that became so important to me that I really lost myself and I really lost sight of my own needs and, and um, what I was looking for. So the last, uh, you know, 20 or so months since the relationship ended, I have really experienced a very deep coming back into myself and really exploring what it means to live authentically live in integrity, to be clear about what my needs are, and, um, and to really tune in to, you know, what my body is telling me, what my intuition is telling me, and what feels right, rather than what society tells me I'm supposed to want to do and supposed to be achieving and that type of thing. So this inspired me and I thought this is a conversation I really want to have with other people and find out, you know, have there been times in their lives where they were felt they were not true to themselves? And what did that lead to? And have there been times in their lives where um, they were able to live really 
in integrity and what, what, what did that look like? And what's the difference? Because I, I feel, you know, to me, I see life as constant ebbing and flowing, just like the tides of the ocean in and out and we learn and we grow. And sometimes things are fantastic and sometimes things are terrible. And, um, part of the, the lesson of life is learning how to navigate those choppy waters with grace and with ease, which of course is so much easier said than done. Um, but when, you know, when we're living in a state of flow and we're being more true to ourselves, I think that's when, you know, really things open up and, and we really receive the gifts of life. Um, I certainly felt on the Camino, I lived in that amazing state of flow and receptivity, really believing, you know, God, the universe had my back and I kept such an open heart and had all these amazing miraculous experiences some of them very simple miracles but miraculous nonetheless and um so it was it's been a real interesting you know contemplation for me in the last couple of years and so it's been also a real journey for me to be more authentic to express myself in a more authentic way and part of that journey has been to embrace my sort of weirdness <laughs> I put that in air quotes, but there's no air quotes. I, there is a big part of me that just loves the weird, the, you know, I'm a spiritual person. I've been a yoga teacher for almost 12 years. Um, I do love the contemplative spiritual path and I love the woo woo, the mystical stuff. Um, I love tarot and um, astrology and magic. And I really got more sort of I've started to get more drawn into astrology a few years ago and um, probably it was before the Camino, maybe three and a half, four years ago and just learning more about it, exploring it more. I had a reading with a professional astrologer, which really resonated for me. And then I was um, inspired to start studying it. And then after uh, the Camino experience, I recommitted and, and continued my studies and really fully embraced it. And then I um, also went back to school to do my coaching certification so that I could marry astrology and coaching. Um, and so I, I'm now working as a professional astrologer, which I really love. And I really feel so grateful to have the opportunity to connect with people and to um, share the wisdom of their chart with them to help them in their own exploration and to really get clear on what their true north is and what the lessons are for them, what their effortless gifts are, where, where they're here to learn and grow. And so that's been a really interesting experience to sort of come out as an astrologer after having had a very traditional, um, I worked originally in, in for large tier one companies um, in corporate human resources. And uh, then I worked, managed a family business for over a decade. And as well as having my own, um, the dog hotel, uh, which I've had for almost two decades. And so to embark in this completely different direction has been such an interesting experience and really so fulfilling. And I feel really lucky to be embracing this. Um, and I also feel, you know, it's uh, my sort of what is inspiring me is the reminder that speaking authentically and being true to myself enables other people also to do the same thing. 
And that's what I really think we're here to do. We're here to, um, as Ram Dass said, we're all just walking each other home. We're just here to help one another to express who they really are. And um, this is also a theme that's emphasized for me having as a mother, I have a teenage daughter and um, she really teaches me so much. And she has ever since she was born. I definitely feel children are here to teach their parents, not the other way around. And um, I, you know, she's in that phase, that teenage time. And I so vividly remember my dad. This was really when those lessons of to thine own self be true really hit home for me. And so showing my daughter through my example of what it means to live true to true to yourself. I think it's such an important exploration. Um, I also want to talk, go a little beyond that conversation and speak about um, another area where both of my parents really inspired me, which was the concept that each one of us makes a difference, that the way we live our lives makes a difference, that there is so much we can do, that there are so many ways we can help, that we build our communities um, by in the way that we interact in our, with our family, with our friends, with our neighbors, in our communities. And so every being matters. And I think in the culture we live in now, it's so easy to look around and think, oh, wow, you know, I listen to these podcasts with these incredibly brilliant, accomplished people who have achieved so much and are so successful, which I say in air quotes, and, um, you know, have achieved all these successes the way society defines success, and, and which is inspiring and amazing. And sometimes it can also feel discouraging because when we uh, compare ourselves to others, of course, comparison is the thief of joy, uh, but it's human nature to compare. And when we compare ourselves to these people who have achieved so much and seem to have it all together and are doing so many things, it can feel overwhelming and daunting and, and sort of like, well, what do I have to offer? I'm just a ordinary person in this, you know, small town or wherever we are. And, you know, what can I do? And so it's easy to get discouraged and feel like you can't make a difference. But I, I firmly believe we can all make a difference. And again, my parents, in the example of their lives, really showed me how they made a difference. And it, there were so many examples. You know, there I can think when we were growing up, um, I had a cousin who was struggling, who had some issues, and his parents just didn't know how to manage him. And so he came to live with us for a while. And, you know, that to me showed real compassion for him, for his family, for the situation that they were in. And I'm sure that was like a lifeline that everybody needed at that time. And my parents were willing to, to just offer help um, in whatever way they thought they could. Um, another time we had a really close family friend, their daughter was going to university in Toronto where I grew up. And so she came to live with us. And again, it was something, um, you know, it was this it just showed this real generosity of spirit spirit from my parents that they would welcome in this um, other, you know, family friend to come and live with us. And it was such, um, it was a great experience. There were, I mean, there's a lot behind that story, but that just showed me, uh, it was such a wonderful example of how we can all help even in small ways. And that those, those small ways impact people's lives. And there's this ripple effect that's so meaningful. 
So I'm delighted that you're willing to explore this subject with me. Sometimes it will be the format like today where it's just me musing on thoughts and um, feelings and perspectives, what's going on. Um, but many times and hopefully most of the time, it will be a dialogue with a guest to find out how what these questions mean for them and how they are living their lives with meaning, with purpose, um, and most importantly, true to themselves and how this being in this way ripples out to the community and shows others how to do the same. So I look forward to connecting with you again, and it is my honor to share this time with you. Thank you so much and namaste. Thank you for joining me for the Serious Scorpio podcast. I'm your host, Naomi Simpson. If you enjoyed our time together today, please share this podcast with a friend. And head on over to wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a rate and review. That helps get our content into the hands of more people who might enjoy it. Thanks again and looking forward to our next episode.